0: That's how you start a road trip, Predators fans. Welcome into the post-game recap of the Nashville Predators' 6-1 victory over the Detroit Red Wings. I am Sam Fleming, contributor and broadcaster for Penalty Box Radio. Here to recap all the events in the evening uh, of the Nashville Predators' win in Detroit at the Little Caesars Arena against a struggling Red Wings team. It didn't start out so promising for the Predators, but tying a record in the second period, which we'll get to, that propels them to their ninth win of the season and first on this four game road stand. So let's get you on with the scoring. Uh, started out by the Red Wings very early in the first period. A name I mentioned that it had a bit of a struggle to start the year. Andreas Anthony picked up his first goal of the se- season, assisted by Horneck and Filpula. So the Red Wings got an early start and they were putting the pedal on early. They threw plenty of shots on net. Dylan Larkin, excuse me, Dylan Larkin missed a wide open net on Pecarina and could have been two to nothing easily for the Red Wings. Uh, shots were only seven to five at the end of that period in favor of the predators, so a very low scoring period, dominated by the Red Wings, but that dominance changed pretty quickly. As a stat tweeted by Tom Willis, one of the Predators podcasters and reporters, Nashville tied a franchise record for goals in a period with five goals in the second period. And it gets started with the man who's had the hot hand for Nashville, his first Fifth goal in four games, Mr. Nick Benino or Bones, picks up the tying goal very early on into the second period. His eighth of the year, assisted by Dan Hamhuse. A great shot from the point by Hamhuse off the draw win from Benino, And Benino just got to the front of the net deflected it on. So his eighth of the year made it 1-1. And then not too long after, Kyle Turris picks up his fourth goal of the season unassisted. A great play by Turris to force a turnover. And on a tightly contested shot by the defender, Turris able to pick it top corner. Picks up his fourth of the year to give the Preds the 2-1 lead. And then shortly after that, about a minute and two seconds later... Colton Sissons continues to roll. He picks up his fifth goal of the year. Assisted by Ryan Ellis. And Pekka Rene gets an assist on the goal as well. So Sissons, who's done very nicely for the Predators, uh, he picks up his fifth of the year. Ellis gets yet another assist. So his 15th point of the year at the time. And I talked about him in my preview. I felt this would be the game for him. And Matt Duchesne played spectacular for the Predators tonight, he gets a really weird goal though to start his scoring, his third of the season, assisted by Matthias Ekholm. The puck was going wide and hit off a Red Wings def- uh, Red Wings defender's stick and went into the net. And the Detroit Red Wings fans gave Jimmy Howard all they could with loud boos, and Howard got the pull as he was pulled at the end after that goal again. Detroit's Detroit's goaltending has struggled mightily this year. As we talked about, Howard had a 3.58 goals against average coming into the game. So it was definitely a tough one for him as he made 11 saves on 15 shots, a .733 save percentage. Jonathan Bernier would enter the net for the Red Wings. And then towards the end of that second period on the power play Matt Duchesne once again his fourth goal of the season assisted by Philip Forsberg and Roman Yossi. So Yossi then tied Ellis right back up for the team leading points with 15. That pushed Duchesne up to 13 points on the season so he jumps ahead into sole possession of third place on the team in scoring. So it was 5-1 at the end of the third period and I think the Red Wings didn't know what hit them but they still had plenty of chances. We saw Tyler Bertuzzi, who's actually the nephew of Todd Bertuzzi. I got corrected uh, by that, by actually my good friend and one of the people I coach with over at Franklin, Hume Fogg, and BGA, Todd Gross, who's a big Red Wings fan, uh, he told me that that's actually the nephew of Todd Bertuzzi, but he had some good chances in front of the net, Dylan Larkin had a couple of good chances for the Red Wings as well, but Pecorine was up to the task and made some big saves for the Preds, and then in the third period, yet another power play chance, 652 into the third Scoresburg is back. Philip Forsberg picks up his sixth goal of the year, assisted by Roman Yossi and Ryan Johansson. Uh, Yossi now takes the lead once again on the team in points with 16. Johansson adds another assist. Great to see. Um, but Forsberg on the power play makes it 6-1, and that would do it for the evening. 6-1 the final scores. the Preds move to 9-4-2 on the year. The Red Wings continue to fall backwards in the Atlantic Division 4-11-1 after getting the first goal from Anthony Sioux. And Detroit had Jonathan Bernier come into the game. He made nine saves on 11 shots, allowing two goals, an 8.18 save percentage. Uh, Pecorine played really well in net, a 9.58 save percentage, 23 saves on 24 shots. But I think Peter Laviolette said it in the pregame interview. They were really looking for the star players to step up with the depth players, and it was a great all-around game. Both the the star players and the depth players for the Predators had a big contributing role in this game as each of them got on the board. All the lines seemed to work really well. The Jofa line being back together. Uh, Turris with Duchesne and Yarncroc, which was a great line. And then the mixing up of the other two lines as well. So the three stars of the game in the arena, they had Roman Yossi as the second star, or the third star with two assists. Philip Forsberg the second star with one goal one assist. Matt Duchesne two goals and an assist was the number one star. I'd say I'd agree with those stars of the game. The only one I maybe would interchange, I could say the third star could go to Pecorine who played really well in net for the Predators uh, with 23 saves. I think he could be a third star as well. But again, I agree with Forsberg and Duchesne. Both of them looked really good for the Predators tonight. Nice to see Duchesne get his scoring touch back, uh, picking up two goals on the evening. That's what you expect. To see from Matt Duchesne, and also good to see Philip Forsberg coming back strong after being out for a little bit with an injury, and Roman Yosi continuing his great play on the defensive and offensive side for the Predators this year. So, again, a team that, they, that was struggling in the Detroit Red Wings, nice to see the Predators didn't let up. They started out a little bit slow, but they kept their foot on the gas until the very end, didn't allow any chance for a comeback from the Red Wings, and put the game beyond doubt in the second period alone. So, with that, the Predators... Get game number one of their road trip out of the way. Uh, Their next game will be against the Colorado Avalanche, the team that's just right below them in the Central Division. And they are missing a couple key guys. Gabe Landeskog, their captain, out with an injury. Miko Rantanen, who's been a very good player for them as well. He's out with injury. But that's not to say that the Avalanche don't have some dangerous players out on the ice. Nathan McKinnon, one of the best players in the NHL, 18 points this season in eight Uh, with 8 goals and 10 assists. So keep your eyes on Nathan McKinnon, who was in the same draft as Seth Jones that year, the number one overall pick, McKinnon. Colorado 8-4-2. Their next game is tomorrow night. Uh, They'll be traveling to the American Airlines Arena to face the Dallas Stars, another Central Division team that has picked up their play recently after a slow start as they're now 7-8-1 on the season. So we'll keep our eyes on that. That game. I'll have a preview of that matchup for you on Thursday morning as well as a quick preview on the game I will be at uh, from the Halea River Arena in Glendale, Arizona as Seth Jones and the Columbus Blue Jackets travel down to uh, Arizona to take on Clayton Keller and the Arizona Coyotes. I'll give you a quick preview on that game, but we'll focus mainly on the Predators and Avalanche Central Division matchup from Colorado and the the Pepsi Center in Denver. Again, final score tonight from Detroit. Predators win it 6-1 to to win their first game of a four-game road trip as they'll look to continue that on against the Central Division Ma- uh, Central Division rival in the Colorado Avalanche. Again, I'll have a preview of that game coming out Thursday morning. Uh, if you have any questions for that preview, I'll put out a tweet again on uh, tomorrow um, on Wednesday to give you any opportunity if you want to ask questions about this game against the Red Wings or the upcoming road trip or the game against the Avalanche, follow me on Twitter at Sam Fleming Ten and make sure to follow penalty box radio for all your Nashville Predators news, news about the G Nash High School League and College Hockey, the SECHC. Again, thanks for tuning in to, to this recap and go preds.